Welcome to Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. Hey. The movie will be coming next year. Um, this next is fall. <laughs> that's, that's Bonnie, and I'm Bonnie, and that's Karen. <laughs> that's Sorry. Right. I had a dream this morning that I was driving drunk backwards, and, um, and it's kind of felt like that all day long. I told you I had a dream that I got a full color <laughs> neck tattoo that sort of went up the sides of my face. And nope, but I read it on Facebook. It came with clip-in teeth. That That's were, the part I love. And, and it took me like two days to figure out that I could take the teeth off. I don't know if I was unconscious when the tattoo artist did it or what. But then it was that I was going over to my dad's house. So my whole dream was anxiety about yep. what to do. Yep. <sighs> so my birthday was this past week, and I would have to say... It's a probably the shit the second shittiest birthday ever. Well, shit. I know. Oh. I mean, that's fine. The older you get, it's like, well, it doesn't really matter, but it was a work day. Everything that could happen happened in that crazy way. And then when I thought it was done, somebody called at seven o'clock and said, Hold on, someone's in the hospital. We don't know if it'll happen until tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> But the sweet part was I had clients the next day saying, oh, my gosh, I'm going to take you out for your birthday to make it up to you and um, and and other lovely things and people feeling uh, generous. And then you sent me the best present ever. Which was. Okay, it was one of those tall, religious Catholic candles that you get in bodegas in New York, and I don't know where else here. Oh, I guess in just Publix. Yeah, you can get them, like, <laughs> if you go to the Hispanic-slash-Mexican section here, you just look on the bottom <laughs> shelf, and there they are. That's great. They put it in the Hispanic section up in the south, but here in Publix, it's just next to the matches. <laughs> and... <Right>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Same with Los Angeles, um, but it and they usually have like a saint on there or the the Mother Mary, yeah, with rosary beads. But this one has uh, Tobias Finke from Arrested Development on it, <laughs> and I gave that one to you to also signify so you can channel him when we're doing this podcast because. Our intro and outro music, outro, um, yeah, music is not from Arrested Development, though it sounds familiar. It's but it's called, an homage. It's called what is it? Arrested Developments. It's yeah. something just <laughs> because it's an homage. That's right. Which is uh, uh, one of the lines that David. Cross actually said in my favorite episode of Just Shoot Me. Uh, so it all comes back. It it's does. an homage. That's right. And I sent you some swag from the podcast convention I went to where I stayed in my room the whole time and did not regret it. <laughs> so um, I, uh, let me just tell you if I had stayed in my hotel room in New York last week or a couple weeks ago, I would have regretted it because. The bathroom was so tiny when you sat on the toilet, there were three inches between my knee 
and the wall in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm five foot three. So <laughs> <laughs> my friend Paul said, well, I just would have aimed my legs to the side. I'm like, oh, you're just assuming there's room to the side to aim your legs. He would have been sitting there like splayed out. So it's like an MRI for urinal <laughs> stuff. It was so tight in that bathroom. It was unbelievable. Wow. But... Uh, but did the trick. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You don't have fine. a UTI. Um, that well, we know of. <laughs> the one that I got myself, the candle, is I got Tina Fey because everyone says I remind them of Tina Fey, whatever. Um, and um, then. It's just like everyone. Just <laughs> everyone of, in my mirror. Uh, yeah. Um, everyone but, says I remind them of like. Um, Jennifer Garner, and so we're really pretty together like that. They said Jennifer Garner's right foot. What? Stop it! <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about. Google that if you would like. Um, <laughs> There's a toe issue happening there. Oh, it's an issue. One's, uh, the little one that went wee-wee all the way home is trying to visit the one at the market. Um, okay. So the other thing with your gift is it came with a lot of swag from that podcast thing. So I really hope you're wearing the scrunchie that (laughs) says Stitcher on it or I'm going to be mad. I am not because I don't think that they meant it ironically. Well, I I, I think they meant it to wear (laughs) and you better also be. It's color block. Of, like, rainbow colors. It's the Stitcher colors. And why not um, do you have the little podcast microphone keychain put on your keychain? I have the microphone keychain, but I have a lot of pens now, too, with Deconversion Therapy Podcast on them. (laughs) And I'm thinking, why not swing by some churches and just leave them in the bathrooms? Oh, that's a good one. Wouldn't that be fun? I'd say wherever the youth group meets, leave them, like, on the (laughs) ground there. I think it'd be... Oh, in Starbucks, where all of the little groups meet. Yes. Oh, do you need a pen to write that down? All the small groups. Here you go, Haley. Do you need one, Justin? Um, I need one with a highlighter on the end to highlight every Bible verse I've ever read. Yes. Although the highlights never connect because I don't read the Bible beginning to end. I just pick out a <laughs> I few. I pick and choose. That's right. <laughs> the ones that allow me to hate the right people. So I got irate this week, and you said it was funny, um, but... Oh, no. I now know. I'm like, now I feel bad. You should. No. It, it was, uh, and I'll tell you why, we probably reacted differently, but I sent you the little news clip. Okay. At the college we went to, and this could be different between you and I because you left and graduated somewhere else. My damn alma mater is this Southern Baptist College. Every year they do this fancy tea, and it's not for the students. It's mostly for high society women in the Palm Beach County area, and it's called Women of Distinction, and they usually, like, honor someone who's done some good deeds with all her diamonds. Um, Mm -hmm. And this one went viral (laughs) because... Our college is giving the honor this year to Melania Trump. 
And I have gotten so many funny things on Twitter. Uh, but I really, I will give 50 bucks to anyone who goes to it. You have to wear like a Coco Chanel suit <laughs> and a hat because they love to wear like a tea hat. And uh, then go up to Melania and have her sign one of her old modeling pictures. Oh, my God. The nude ones. Yes, because, I mean, how you and I, you got demerits there. You, there was no dancing, no drinking, definitely. I did? Nope. I, I blended oh. the beginning of a thought into... <laughs> Wait, I'm still upset about the possibility of getting demerits. It was a knee-jerk real reaction. No, you probably oh. didn't. But I know. That's sad. If we missed curfew from... Oops, if we miss curfew by a few minutes, you get demerits. Uh, if you miss chapel. So, yeah. like, they force morality on you. But now Melania Trump gets to be honored. Yeah. Here, can I read the quote? Oh, read away. Our first lady is an exquisite human being, a magnificent wife and life partner, a superb mother and an outstanding first lady who represents us brilliantly in the United States and worldwide. It's Melania is a perfect example of a woman of distinction, and we are most proud to honor her. I mean, in and all... You know what the thing is? I wonder how many programs she's part of that we don't hear about because of what hits the press. She's definitely the, you know, be best, the cyberbullying. The irony, though. I know. And I think she has a few other things, but there's still this whole thing that it it is all, because we know that college and that church and who is the pastor, and the pastor is one of Trump's uh, spiritual advisors now. Annie blocked me on Twitter, but that. For them, because you said things to him, maybe I did. I just asked him about <laughs> immigrants. Um, anywho, um, that the idea of now I lost wait. Well, the lesson to that is don't say things to people, anyone, and then you won't get blocked. Oh, I'm saying the it. end. That's how ladies should behave. I know. We should all be silent, like Proverbs 31, but uh, which I guess they're saying Melania is. Anywho, um, yeah. Is she one of those proverbial ladies? I think she is proverbial, um, <laughs> not Proverbs, but the. Um, wait, I lost my train of thought, damn it. Oh, I was going to say, people think that her doing the women of distinction thing is all about money, but it really is all about access. Like, our school, our church want access to her, thus the White House, thus policy and Supreme Court nominees. So it is even more than about money. It's about something more frightening. And I guess staying in control, which apparently is a much bigger driving force of humanity than I feel. Yeah, maybe because we're not in control of anything. 
I'm in control of some things. Oh, what you got? <laughs> what do you have going? <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not a public figure. Like, looking at any of them, I'm tired. It would, <laughs> right. It would just be exhausting. And the whole Harry and Meghan thing where they're brexing uh, it out of there. And speaking of that, one of my favorite writers at the Wall Street Journal put on, or he put out an article the other day saying, it just seems exhausting to have to do all the stuff that they do. Yeah. He said, I mean, I'd like to go to Wimbledon and have good seats. However, those matches can go on a long time. And right. you have to sit there through the whole thing and be pleasant. And, and be then pleasant. talk to people. That's it. And you could have a headache or whatever. And right. when... You know, I got to see them, and they got to see me when I was in Tonga. I've already told this boring story. But, you know, they did look tired and like, this is what we've got to do. And they had a few minutes where you could see them looking at each other, and and that those were their moments. Their moments yeah. weren't totally with the other people, you know, because it's well, just... I I can see it from a a point of view where they figure okay they've let females into the line of succession plan so he's so far down the line nothing is going to come of it that he's going to have a big obligation for so why should he put in all the effort now yeah instead of enjoying his life I mean maybe he wants to come back to it in 20 years exactly I watched the crown and I have a feeling they did too and then (laughs) that's a problem Uh, um so anyway we're taking the month of January off and by that we mean we're recording new episodes we're figuring out different things that we're going to be doing in the future and we've launched our Patreon which helps us um, sustain ourselves for this year because we covered it last year because we didn't know (laughs) what was happening and how much things cost and, and what was going on and we love all of it and so far we're getting nice response to our Patreon Yeah, that's really encouraging because we're not looking for piles of money, just a little bit to help offset the technology and and stuff that Karen knows about. Yeah, and I mean, we definitely also would like to, in the future, be able to afford legitimate marketing like other podcasts do, go to a conference and it not be out of, you know my child's expensive college tuition. But at the same time, we're just appreciative that people are saying that they value what we're doing, which is uh, worrisome. Um, Well, and who knows? I mean, just getting more of an audience will lead to hopefully more of a community. And who knows what better ways there are to meet those needs out there. I don't know. Exactly. And we can always point them to other more legitimate things where if people are dealing... (laughs) I thought you were going to say we can point them to other more legitimate podcasts. That is absolutely (laughs) true. Um, But also, uh, you know, pointing them to the other podcasts and other organizations. There's the Clergy Project, which I just told a listener about because this person has left 
being a preacher and doesn't know what to do now. Um, and that's an organization that helps in that way. And there's recovery from religion that also has a chat line if people need help. There's a conference going on right now about religious trauma. So these aren't things that we delve in or we do, but we can point people to it. You know what? You said something really interesting. Okay, so it's a previous... I always do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it's 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 somebody who used to be a pastor, and now it's like, oh, what do I do? And yep. I can understand... I finally put these two things together. Back when I worked in entertainment, people were so sharky and fiercely competitive to hold on to their jobs... Because I always said, well, you can't go to Iowa and say, I'm going to work in entertainment here. You know, I'm going to develop some TV shows here in Iowa. No, you're not. So those jobs have a very small, uh, there's a small limited number of those jobs. And you've got to cling on to it if you want to keep going and working through your life. And it's got to be the same way with churches. And so maybe that explains the attempt to grasp onto that power absolutely and control and there's so many i think it's uh it's at the atheist project there's another one um well maybe it's a clergy project where you know the leaders are going like yikes i don't believe this anymore and what do i right. do how do i get out of it do i stay in it um and of course like you said ends up being your your nine to five job. What do you do? Do you leave there and you go somewhere else? And what are they going to see on your resume that you used to be a pastor, right? And that yeah. What are your skills? You're you might have some skills, but it opens up that whole thing of why aren't you anymore? And then that opens up mm-hmm. a whole issue with maybe the person who's hiring who might not like your answers. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so there is a guy who I work with, and I know he is of the religious persuasion um, because he will pick strange times to tell me things that he knows to be truth from the Bible, such as, my God says that you're not supposed to dress up animals. So, like, in his mind, it's wrong to put a silly costume on a dog. Okay. All right. Somehow that's in the Bible, according to what he told me. Okay. And then, you know, I joke, uh, uh, you know, I've been joking lately that, you know what, this lady is the reason Xanax was invented and things like that. And he started to say, I've got a better drug than any Xanax. And I was like, this sounds like you're starting to witness to me. And I walked away and talked to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to hear the rest of that sentence. Uh, because this is the guy who drinks Mountain Dew, you know, the whole time he's working. Right. And vapes. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, unless you're going to tell me that one of your drugs that is better than Xanax is Mountain Dew or vaping. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm gonna going to go, really? Really? God's working for you? But you know what? He planted a seed because now you're curious. So, bam, oh, it works. Well, 
Yeah. Fine. Okay. Maybe he can do a mime of some <laughs> Not Calvary as good as me. thing. <laughs> okay. Do you want to say a little bit about Patreon and how I put videos up? So if you end up sponsoring us as a patron, am I saying that correctly? I guess Patreon? it's a patron who goes to Patreon. I don't okay. know. Okay. So yeah. if you're a Patreon, you will be able to see Karen's video that she posted um, where she tells a little bit about what's going on in her life and she talks about the blemish on her face. Um, there's more substantial stuff than that, Prove but it. I really can't remember right now. That's right. Unless you're in there, you can't Unless prove that there. I had a blemish. <laughs> um, but let's see. There, there are a few levels here. If you want to be an angel, there is a sponsorship for $5 a month, which is less than uh, a grande flat white at the Starbucks. <laughs> and... In return for that, we will send you a handwritten thank you card. And I say we, but that means me. Um, and then you'll get 20% off any of the purchases in the shop. Um, then let's see. Oh, those are called angels. <laughs> Did you name these? Yeah. The $10 a month <laughs> sponsorship amount. You're called a Mary. Um, and that includes everything from the first tier as well as a shout-out on the podcast, which I think we have a couple, don't we? We do. So we are yeah. going to shout-out and thank very much, seriously, uh, yep. someone named Bridget and someone named Vicki. And yeah. we can't And we'll tell shout you. them out on the real podcast, too. Oh. Oh, so they got double. I know. So, so thanks, Bridget and Vicki. Bricky. <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> um, the... The Patreons 01 and 02. Um, let's see. Okay, for the Mary level, you can also submit a topic, and we will uh, discuss it for about 10 or 5 minutes on air. <laughs> Not just <laughs> Karen just and I will call each ourselves. other. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, And then there's a $20 per month sponsorship level that has been deemed the Divine Beings. You will be interviewed on the show, so get your stories ready if you're hoarding them and not deciding to send them to us by email. Um, everything else in the previous two tiers and apparently undying love. We'll probably and, shout your name out all the time. Yeah, and if you're, like, insecure about being on mic and online, we can figure out something else to to do with that. So don't worry about that. But, yeah, we well, really that's very appreciate it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then on Instagram, we are Deconversion Therapy and the same on Twitter. So follow us, find us, do stuff. That's it. Do stuff. Bye. Enjoy this episode that I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> I was just a mess with you. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I don't trust you. You shouldn't. <laughs> Welcome to Deconversion Therapy Podcast. I'm Karen. And I'm Bonnie. And this is a comedy podcast about religion. Unlike Leaving. the... Or being in it or, you know, That's true. dancing That's true. around it. You can be That's anywhere. True.
But unlike the man that came after us on Twitter, we do none of the heavy lifting on this podcast. If you're looking for something researched and intelligent, we have recommendations. But um, yeah. if you just want to scholarly laugh and relax, debate, <laughs> yep, a little That's... bit of Greek thrown in. That that yeah. won't happen. It's not going to happen here. I will let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by Audible, and Audible has over 180,000 titles. You can listen while you clip your toenails at work or whatever you do at work. (laughs) (laughs) So support the show by going to audibletrial.com slash deconversion, and you'll get a free 30-day trial and one free audiobook, which is so worth it. You can cancel at any time, but it's, it's a great thing to do to just listen to a book while you're doing something else. And that is audibletrial.com slash deconversion. So you've been gone this whole time. I haven't talked to you because you said you're saving it for the podcast. So (laughs) I like you said this whole time. No one knows how long it is. Five months. We recorded. Yeah. yeah, All that (laughs) pre. So you've been gone. How long did you, were you going to leave for? And then how long did you stay? Yeah, well, it was supposed to be 10 days. And then uh, I then the the tropical activity started <laughs> and it turned into a hurricane. And then it was even on the international news. And so I was like, "Oh my god, if I get stuck in New York on the way back and can't be here, then I'll just be a shitty daughter." Right. And so south florida right yep we are we're 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 in that that part of time right now where um where you're just waiting and i don't, you've never gone through a hurricane as an adult have you no 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 i did because we were living in jacksonville right and yeah and i can't remember it was like irma and one other chick irma's very recent so that was not it but um, nice try. If I said Irma, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, It was. let's see, probably 17 years ago. So, Yeah, so, and, and it's kind of probably a little like childbirth. You kind of forget. And all you remember mm-hmm. is the, the hunkering down in a black house because you don't have any windows exposed. Um, but right now we're in this waiting zone. And we're waiting to see, A, if it comes our way. And B, when that's going to happen. So all you can do is prepare. But right. really, you're in addition to not having made a list for preparation this time, which yeah. I usually do, I'm also sick and on cold medicine and mm. I have a little bit of jet lag. Awesome. So, yeah. So I was yesterday, I went to the I went to the grocery store twice. The first time I just found a guy unloading batteries, so I got four D batteries. And then I looked on the Nextdoor app, which is my favorite thing ever because people squabble on that thing. (laughs) But but then they said, well, this other Publix has D batteries. So I went there. They had a load of them. So then you're in the the part of, of life where you're like, well, how many D batteries do I get? How long am I going to need to operate a fan with my batteries? Oh, you know, yeah. right. So, and D batteries are not cheap. 
I'm not saying what I wanted to say, but I wanted to say is like as a grown up waiting for a hurricane, you find yourself just roaming the aisles of grocery stores going, what else can I buy? And buying stuff that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm really trying to say. Put together like those packets of, um, you yes, know, like, but you have so much downtime. Yeah, true. You've got so much time where you're waiting and waiting, and people are not hassling you with work, but it's still stressful. Ooh, right. But there's there's the roaming around the grocery stores going, oh, man, I should get this little uh, brownie in a mug thing, right. but am I going to have power to make it in the microwave? I should learn to knit. That's <laughs> what you should do. Go hit up Michael's. Oh, I know. Um, and, okay, so I was getting toilet paper. And have you do you buy Scott toilet paper at all? I don't know if I do. Yeah, I don't well, know. That's the good one for your system, not oh. your human system. Ah. But um, so now on the toilet paper, it says uh, one roll lasts a week. And so I'm like, well, that's a lot of pressure because I think I use more than that. And then you start thinking, am I going to have to talk to somebody about this? Do I need to go to the doctor? <laughs> Is it a man's week of bathrooming? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. It's all around so. men. So <laughs> you were in Europe, and then you oh, had so, to come yeah. back. Came back how, early. How was? How are the heathen continents doing? Um, well, we went to Amsterdam, so there was a lot of there was a lot of rainbow stuff flying, and crazy. Um, uh, a lot of lot of sex talk, and and as I was <laughs> <Sex> walking, <talk. laughs> well, advertising, <laughs> right. So, oh, so here you'll enjoy this too. This is what I was waiting to tell you. So, uh, get the planes switched, come home, land in in Florida, and my mom has an improv show that night, so she couldn't pick me up from the airport. <laughs> like, great. So, I have to take an Uber in my own own town, which is fine. Um so I get in, we're talking, and I said, oh, how are you doing with the hurricane prep? And he said, oh, you know, he said he had an accent, and he was saying something about gasoline. And then he said, oh, but, you know, it's all in God's hands now. And I just, I don't know what I said back to then make him say, do you believe in God? <laughs> I was like, wow, we're going to go for, we're going to go for witnessing. Right. You're trapped. Oh. You can't jump out. <laughs> we're going to go for witnessing right away. So. I said to him something like, well, I believe that there's something bigger than me, but not like some man making all the decisions. And I'm not sure that I'm smart enough to know exactly what that is. And he started talking about gasoline again. (laughs) So apparently my answer was okay enough to not be rude and or or challenge him into any kind of a debate, or but not maybe it, desperate enough. Yeah, or maybe it challenged him into shutting up. I think people are really like waiting for you to go. I've never thought about it. <laughs> I am the age what? I am and the country I am, and it's never occurred to me to consider. If there's a I'm God. Bible Belt adjacent, and no one's ever asked me if I believe in God. Uh, so, 
Well, good answer. You know that there are people who are doing that as legitimate mission work now is driving. They're like, God's told me my mission field is Uber people. And that's what they do. Yeah, I found an article all about a lady who does that. Maybe I'll post where she is so everyone can avoid her. That's, wow. That's that's trapped. That's Mm -hmm. being trapped. I know. I know. Man. Well, anyhow. So, so it was, it was, um, it was one of those trips where all the little tiny things in life that could make it perfect went awry, but in the big scheme of things, they were nothing. Yeah. But, you know, it it was hot as a mother and everywhere, everywhere we went, it was just hot. (laughs) What's the editor letter? The ed. Oh, I won't talk about that since my mother yesterday found the podcast. Oh, okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, you know what? Why don't we just see if she listens? Okay. So my mother clicked on some article or opened an email, and the the topic of... This is so up for Allie, too. The topic of the story was how to save money by shopping for your pantry at Dollar Tree, the mm-hmm. dollar store. So right. that was the topic. And um, so here's, here's the letter that she wrote. She sent me a copy of it, and I don't know why, but now I'm going to read it. Um, <laughs> Ah, I'll teach her to send me stuff. Um, You had an article on the possibilities of shopping at Dollar Tree for certain foods. While I agree with the concept... (laughs) I love that. Like, I'm going to disagree with that. Um, I have some problems with the writer of the article. While the use of slang may be at times acceptable, I I found this writer used a term that I was not familiar with. The term is ball. <laughs> is what? The term is ball. Can you spell that, please? Because I'm B A L Okay. It was used at least three times. It was, it was used. In the introduction <laughs> to the article, as to uh, bawling on a budget. Oh, uh, okay. So, you know, like, All right. I was like, oh, it's like a baller. Like, you know, somebody who's who's cool and, like, getting it done and is like a cool right. basketball player or something. <laughs> Later on, uh, the term was used to indicate bawling in bulk. <laughs> I looked up the term as I was not familiar with either of these uses of ball or balling. <laughs> Unfortunately, the only definition I was acquainted with was the one concerning a sexual act. What? look by your editors would be advisable. Oh my gosh. I don't know what that one means. I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Did she send that? Yes. Um, I hope the... they are going to have they're enjoying so it as much, much fun. As I am. They are going to love it. <laughs> That's weird. And yeah. how is she familiar with the other version? Listen. <laughs> Excuse me. 
you try and raise your parents, and then uh, so. you have to rinse that one down. Gosh. Well, right before this, luckily I wasn't thinking of that, but I was going to tell you something to do with age. Um, I was getting ready for to sit down and talk with you and record this, and I decided, let me do a quick toothbrush, let me do um, floss in my teeth. Mm-hmm. A tooth crown goes flying out of my mouth. You've, you've lied to me about that before, and I don't it, believe you. <laughs> I, nope. I'm like, how old do you have to be that you're just flossing and... My mind at the beginning is like, can't even comprehend because everything feels you, huge. You've, you've tricked me by telling me that it two is not times, a trick, but okay. two times in the last Going year. Going on Instagram. You're going to see the crown <laughs> in the stories on Instagram. I don't know why you want me to believe it when it's not true, though. That's the <laughs> it's like. <laughs> well, we'll tell everyone. The reason was when we um, roomed together in college, you would say, I just had a dream on my teeth fell out. <laughs> and then it ended up being like this running joke because then you were horrified that like your teeth were just going to drop like no, ding, ding, all it's, on the ground. It's, it's a terrifying dream. And I have learned over the years to, in my dreams, when they come out, put them in a container of milk and go to the dentist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How often does that happen? Maybe once every few months. Wow. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You've got some mental issues. I have a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it, it's probably about that. It is. Well, that's a different podcast. Like I said, <laughs> we don't do the heavy lifting. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Bye. So this is our letter sode where we read other people's letters besides Bonnie's mother's. (laughs) And this one. That'll count as one of mine. (laughs) Okay. So we'll tell you at the end of the, at the end of the, what is this, an episode, how you can send in your letter and we can read it on air and enjoy it. But for now, I'm going to read one by someone named Fredzo. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Fredzo writes, I went to an evangelical Bible study a few years ago, like eight to ten years ago, for a singles group for uh. people over 30. There was a guy we will call Mike W. who attended. <laughs> we will call Mike Whitesell. <laughs> That's right. Of 245 Amsterdam. <sighs> One day, he came up to me and a friend of mine and relayed this theory about the JFK assassination. (laughs) No! (laughs) He said that he believed that Satan had killed JFK, so to draw attention away from the death of C.S. Lewis, what? the famous Christian writer, who had died in England earlier that day. So this guy, way over 40, actually believed that Satan prompted Lee Harvey Oswald to shoot JFK, so it would be a bigger news story than C.S. Lewis. He claimed many would be saved upon hearing about C.S. Lewis, but because of the death of President oh, Kennedy, I see. okay, 
the story would be buried in the newspapers and would be ignored by the worldwide media. Wow. Oh, Satan. He goes to so much work. I know. And it's, it's, not like just, it's not just plain evil. It's, and he's so much more powerful than God. It's so frustrating. Okay. I did not get struck by lightning. Coincidentally, Aldous Huxley, who was another famous British writer, also died on the same day. He was known for his Hindu leanings. I wonder if Krishna gets credit for his death. (laughs) For Aldous Huxley's Wikipedia page, quote, the championship trophy for badly timed death, though, goes to a pair of British writers. Aldous Huxley, the author of Brave New World, died the same day is C.S. Lewis, who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia series. Unfortunately for both of their legacies, that day was November 22nd, 1963, just as John Kennedy's motorcade passed the Texas school book depository. Huxley at least made it interesting. At his request, his wife shot him up with LSD a couple of hours before the inn, and he tripped his way out of this world. That was taken from Wikipedia. And then Fredzo writes, I've included my sources. We appreciate that. (laughs) It is easy to see why I left the evangelical church and migrated to a new thought group. Also, on my deathbed, I hope someone shoves a magic mushroom in my oral cavity. (laughs) I love love your show, Fredzo, from California, where cannabis is legal. Oh, man. (laughs) I know. But, okay, so, but actually, so possibly God was at work taking attention away from LSD consumption. Maybe Uh, that. See, there's a lot of spiritual battles. So maybe one, like, uh, karate chopped one down. Right. And like, aha, well, I'll get your JFK. And then this one came to it. Ongoing battle. See, I think that there was something similar going on with Farrah Fawcett dying the same day Michael Jackson died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She would have gotten a lot of attention. Yeah. Something happened, like, Satan right around then. That's it. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you. If you can write any more of those, Fredzo, I just want to <laughs> read your name again, because it's so fun. Fredzo in California. I like Cal- the, I've included ah. my sources. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> guess oh, what? We're not it. checking. <laughs> Oh wait, we shouldn't. We shouldn't, you know, encourage that. No, please include no, no. your sources. You know, there's. I was just saying on Twitter, a, a big part of my deconverting was when I started um, doing another degree and teaching and going. You know what? If I have to demand on students' papers secondary sources, right? <laughs> then. Maybe I should have one for the Bible, and they aren't any. Anywho, yeah, do you, you have post a that a lot about um, how a lot of people leave the church because of hypocrisy, and you don't seem to think that that applied to you. Oh, I think a lot of people leave the church because of hypocrisy. That's me, but I. 
I doubt they leave their faith because of it, because there's, you know, I don't think anyone would be like, let's, I'm not going to go to heaven and I'm going to go to hell because of someone else's Got it. bad attitude. But yeah, it gives people distance for sure. Got it. Yep. Um, which I guess that means mine wasn't real super strong to start with because I think I was always just um, confused. Yeah, I'm seeing or doubtful. The more, the more I'm getting to know you through the podcast on the spiritual plane, I can see that you would have ended up in hell. So <gasps> it's convenient anyway. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a letter for you. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Yeah. This person says it's okay to use her name. Her name's Rachel. She says, uh, I was in a Christian rock band formed in a Methodist church in Michigan. What? This was while I was in high school in the late 1990s, early 2000s. She would have been so cool if she was in our youth group. Well, then let me read you more. The band okay. was called Crimson. For the color of the blood of Jesus. That's right. So hardcore, right? That's her her editorializing. (laughs) I was the chick singer in the band and mostly sang backup vocals. God forbid I sing lead. I was a girl, so we wouldn't want me to seem more important. The lyrics to most of our songs were pretty typical of Christian music at the time. And Mm -hmm. we also covered a lot of praise and worship songs popular back then. Thinking back, there was a weird imagery in many of our songs, but none weirder than the song we played at every gig, Crimson. Here's the chorus. The title song. That's what gets the... (laughs) Are you ready for the chorus? Yes. I wish we knew the music to this. Not that I would sing it, but... uh, So it's four lines. Are you covered in crimson? Are you covered in the blood? Look what we've done. The father killed his son. (laughs) (laughs) look what you've done look what we've done we've sinned so father had to kill him Uh, for us that's just some good you know just some sweet grams on Covered in blood. Okay, I spent years singing that song at least once a week at the band's home church or at gigs. Gigs. At one gig, we led worship at a church service for another Methodist church in the area. An old blue-haired lady in the back plugged her ears the entire time. (laughs) And said, I don't understand bawling. Stop. (laughs) I'm sure she could not understand how her pastor had let the devil's music into her church. When you think about it, it's no wonder I'm into true crime now with all the talk of blood and weird ways to die that are explained in the Bible. Uh The Bible can be so metal. Uh, Rock and roll, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Thanks for the podcast. I'm a huge fan of My Favorite Murder, too. And as soon as y'all mentioned that podcast, I knew I'd found an ex-church-going crowd I could relate to. Peace and love. That's nice. That is. Yay. That's awesome. I know in that they were... A sort of medley and, uh, yeah. I wonder if we Googled, are you covered in crimson? Are I, you covered in blood? We'll see. We'll see. Because the idea of we had 
a quote cool band when we were growing up and there would be one or two groupies that we've talked about on the show that makes it all worthwhile. I wonder if Crimson had some that were like, oh, Crimson's going to be playing tonight. Can you be there at 6.30? (laughs) I'm going to be there. i got to get up front. Can you be there at 6.30 before the sun sets? Because that's when cool concerts start. (laughs) My grandmother has to sit in back, though, because... She has to drive me. (laughs) (laughs) She has to drive me in Kevin because I'm like, Mom, can Grandma? Okay. (laughs) All right. Here's another one. Let me see if this one wants her. Oh, she does want her name. Okay. This one's from Bethany. Fake name. I know. Yeah, go um, ahead. Read my name. That's not my if, name. Bethany, if you really have the last name that you put, that's sort of cool. Um, oh. All right. So she writes, after a recent episode, I was ecstatic that I finally had something to write about. <laughs> I'm a product of homeschooling. Awesome. The weird thing is, this whole letter is so misspelled. I can't even read. No, I'm joking. It's perfect. It's good. Okay. (laughs) Well, Bethany, we're glad your mother let you use the computer and took off the parental thingies. Okay. My mother decided to homeschool my brother and I because, quote, God told her to. We used a curriculum called Sunlight. That's right. S-O-N light. Oh. It was nothing less than propaganda. For example, I was taught as a child that God used slavery to bring heathens to America, make them humble through slave labor, and eventually make them Christian by means of their oh-so-righteous Christian owners. I'm not what? exaggerating. Wait, back up for one second. So uh, let's this... back up. <laughs> I heard this before. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Because anything can be rationalized. So she was taught it's all in God's plan to right. bring over <laughs> slaves. Okay, all right. So they can be humbled in the corn and cotton fields. And so they weren't humble where they came from. I guess not. And they, they were all haughty. That's <laughs> right, with all their money and their gold and their <laughs> inability uh, to be kidnapped. Exactly. Awful. Oh my God. Okay. Um, She goes, this is a paraphrase from one of the many books we read. I didn't actively believe this to be true, but it shaped me as a child, which I think we'll come back to that because that's very good. And thank you, Bethany, for just being up front and saying how things are. Okay. I was taught that God created the earth in six literal days. (laughs) Right. Same here. And that Noah's flood was a true story. Yep. I never questioned the idea of someone coming back from the dead because I had been told the Jesus story for my entire life. Yeah, I decided to accept Jesus into my heart at seven years old, mostly because I had recently learned about Satan and yeah. it creeped me out. <laughs> this is exactly Bethany is me. 
Yeah. In high school, my parents gave me the option to attend a public school, but because I had been told my whole life how horrible public school was, it wasn't really a choice. All of my friends came from other Christian homeschooling families, but on top of that, my parents had to approve of them. I was indoctrinated and isolated. I like to say I was raised in a cult under a rock. (laughs) Even when I graduated, I chose to attend a Christian university. So I began to question everything when I transferred to a different, quote, secular school. I know, little sinny hussy. (laughs) Life had been hard on me up to that point. I won't go into details, but just let's just say life was hard and cancer didn't help. Uh. Very sorry about that. Throughout, I had always held on to God and his promise to take care of me. Yeah, I know. Sorry, just threw up in my mouth a little. But when my (laughs) mental health was at rock bottom and I started attending therapy, my eyes were open to the idea, hey, praying wasn't going to make the anxiety or depression go away. With this revelation, all the other aspects of my beliefs started to crumble as well. I was so sincere in my belief and faith that it was difficult to watch it fall apart over the next few months. I rejected the idea of creationism. Apparently, this God wasn't going to solve all of my problems for me. And all I was left with was a bunch of rules about sex. Right. So so I'm an atheist now and much happier. I'm working hard to deprogram the bigotry I was taught as a young child. I'm making friends outside the church now, too. I didn't have any before. Turns out, you atheists aren't the baby-eating monsters I was told about. (laughs) I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oh, Oh my. my. I know. Just. Wow. There's so much in that. I know. And I appreciate, like, she is just obviously still sort of coming out of this and seeing a whole world and I can't imagine I, I mean that they would think you and I are evil is hilarious because I mean I love the idea of alright you can go to a public school if you want to <laughs> where <laughs> where you know they'll set you on fire every day yeah, but it's yeah. your choice <laughs> that's right i mean if you want to grieve god you right. go ahead I'll well, be praying I mean, for you. <laughs> your brother and I both shared this thing where uh, we did not care for the public junior high school bathrooms, where he and I both went to one year, or I went one year to yeah. junior high. And um, I love that your mom would tell me, oh, yeah, he used to race inside and go to the bathroom because he would <laughs> yeah. hold it all day long. Because <laughs> it's true. Like, we were we were protected. We were homeschooled, but Christian school and then... Like I said, that first day of ninth grade, when yeah. people bumped into me in the hallways and I'd and stop, I know, and I'm me. like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then the guy next to me, where my locker was, who had a safety pin as an earring, I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Jesus, protect well, me. The Put girls, a hedge of protection around me. The girls in junior high school, when I switched to public school, would smoke in the bathroom. So that's why I was like, oh no, you know, 13 year old smoking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
And that what was really cool, though, is they had lighters, of course, since they smoked. Um, and they would light their eyeliner on fire to uh, melt it. I thought it. that was edgy, too. Yeah. yeah. And then line their eye with, like, hot eyeliner. It was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so, but she, but you know what? She made at least a good choice bathroom-wise because <laughs> her high school probably had a much nicer bathroom at home. That's right. That's right. She didn't have to wait in line now. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You well, have so one last letter? Yeah, but you know what? Do you think that we should read, blow it all and read all four? Yeah. Okay. All right, then here we go. Um, this letter is from a guy, and his name's Dave. Um, and <laughs> I just, I just hope you're thinking of kind of like who I'm thinking of when, when, when I read this to you. So okay. it says, "Here's my story. I was once a janitor of a church I attended. Another church would rent our sanctuary and do their service." They spoke in tongues, which I had never heard, and was very close to running in with a spoon to make sure this person didn't swallow their tongue. <laughs> Let me just pause right there and mention, did you know that when we went on a mission trip to the Bahamas, nobody told me that who I was rooming with had epilepsy? No. Yeah, that's right. So we're that's in bed because we had to share a bed. And um, I was like, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Are you serious? Yep. And the other oh. two girls who didn't share a bed with her knew. And so they knew what to do. I'm like, you guys could have told me. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Holy. Yeah. Anyhow. Okay. So, uh, but I do remember something about a spoon. Yeah, yeah, because you're supposed mouth. to like hold it, and but Although I, I think mean, that might have that might be out of date. That, exactly, that exactly. Back in our day, oh, God. <laughs> All right. Later, after they had left, I was taking out the trash and was turning off the lights. The church is in the middle of nowhere. It is somewhat spooky. As I was walking out the door, I heard, think, Howie Mandel doing the voice of Bobby, the little boy. Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) And I about popped my pants, but I think he means pooped his pants. (laughs) I want him to pop his pants. (laughs) No, but autocorrect does that to me all the time, too. (laughs) Like, why isn't poop in my vocabulary when I'm typing? Um, So I about pooped my pants running out the door as I was the only person (laughs) in the building. After I calmed down and went back in the building and saw where this group was using a very cheap wireless microphone, which picked up someone else's walkie-talkie. <laughs> Later in life, I attended a church that encourages people speaking in tongues. So I decided to give it a try. After After hands had been laid on me, I got nothing. My helper was calmly telling me to relax and just let it flow. That's totally what you're told. Same here. That's terrifying. Um, The pressure. And he says, uh, people all around me were speaking in tongues. The peer pressure was enormous. Feeling I needed to say something, (laughs) I said in a whisper, Kalamush, Kalamush to the Fandango from Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) My helper was thrilled. Oh, no. They fell for it? I guess so. Oh, my gosh. Probably because they weren't allowed to listen to non-Christian music. Uh, oh, my God. Well, thank you, Dave. 
there are jokes of like ones that sound exactly like what everyone says, like shit about a Honda. <laughs> and different ones. But I remember when I really was like, if God loves me and the Spirit's on me, you know, why am I not being baptized in the Holy Spirit? So why am I not speaking in tongues? And my, quote, handler was doing the same thing. You know, it was like, okay, no, just, it's okay. Just relax. Let it flow. Um, And then you would sort of like just gobbledygook it up. And then (laughs) you would believe the gobbledygook, like, because you didn't have to know what you were saying. Right. You just had to go bop-bop-bop-bop. And then you're pretty much scatting for the Lord. That's what it is. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, I would pop my pants also. (laughs) (laughs) Well, can you imagine? Can you imagine, uh, like, uh, to me, it seems like willingly attending a church that encourages speaking in tongues is so, that's such a foreign idea to me. Right, right. Well, it's like, remember when we were taught, they always talked about dating and they would talk about the law of diminishing returns. Like, okay, you're going to hold hands, but after a while, that's not enough. And then you're going to want to hug. And then that's not enough. As in, you know, don't do anything or something. But it's almost like it was the same for me where like I could study and study and talk to God and talk to God and do all that. And then I heard about like these churches where God talks back and I was like, Oh, well, that's what I want to do next. You know, that's the next, almost like a level, you know, I want to see what that's like. So it's, nah. Well, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. (sighs) Thank you for the letters. So we said we'd tell you how you can write in and we'll read them on air. Pretty much all you have to do is make sure it's true. It's no longer than five minutes and that it's funny. And go to deconversiontherapypodcast.com and you'll see where it says send in stories. And then you'll see a picture of the most beautiful Jesus ever. And you can even read a little um, example of how to write one if you need to. And we'd love to read it. We're doing these about once a month. So that'd be great. It really... Those make me so happy. It's so great to get feedback. And we've gotten so much nice feedback. I get DMs on Instagram saying crazy, nice, fun stuff. And maybe one of them will read on air sometimes because some are almost like a story. And the same with on Twitter and then, of course, Facebook, because if you find us, uh, we have a secret group called Deconversion Therapy, and you can (laughs) post things and chat and all that, but everyone's so generous and nice. It's a secret group, and my mom is not allowed to join. No, I will not let her in. Good. (laughs) I'm the captain now, so I will not let The gatekeeper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or I'll add... (laughs) 
like a little question. Did you, before last week, know what balls was? <laughs> Hint, it is not sexual. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter. I've been getting more active on there. Um, and then, of course, Instagram, which has been doing really well, too. So you can find us, Deconversion Therapy, on all those. And if you're like, oh, what do I keep interacting with Karen? I want Bonnie. <laughs> Too bad. Bonnie <laughs> hates you. Bon- Thanks. <laughs> Bonnie has a, she actually has a nine to five-ish job. Ish. Nine, I know. As oh in God. more. As in sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. A 24-7 job. Homeschooling. (laughs) (laughs) Homeschooling her mother. (laughs) So also, I was going to say, we wanted to thank the podcast, The Graceful Atheist. Go listen to him. He's so, like, intelligent and kind, and he used to be a pastor and has deconverted, and he interviewed me a few weeks ago, and if you go to... um, his either website or wherever you want to listen to it, you'll see me there. You were in Europe. Um, <laughs> and then just give him Being support. Hot. And I also want to announce that in the next few weeks, we're going to have something really exciting and that I've been working on and I've been emailing you about. So I'm super excited. Oh, sure. Yeah, I know about it. You forgot, didn't you? You don't know what I'm talking about. No, it's very cute. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. So keep an eye open. We're also looking for if anyone is an artist and wants to draw or stitch or hand uh, sculpt out of rare rock formations, anything that has to do with the podcast, and you want to send it in to us, we will put it on Instagram. So we've been doing a little bit of that lately where we highlight just, you know, someone's account that we feel is really interesting or good or nice. So if you have anything, especially if it has to do with deconversion therapy, just tag us and we'll share it. So I actually am glad to be home. And it's great to have this to come home to. These letters are phenomenal. So please um, send whatever you think would make us laugh and fulfill the purpose of the podcast. (laughs) Yes. And we really appreciate it. And, Bonnie, stay safe in this hurricane because it looks like the prayers of the people that went on the beach with that microphone, if anyone's seen the picture. Did you post that on our Instagram? I yes. posted it on Twitter. I do not understand the microphone. Anywho, I don't know if God was listening or he was busy with, um, you know. You know who understands the microphone? Dave, who worked at the church. <laughs> and the walkie-talkie picked up the cheap microphone. That's right. Or the girl who worked. Uh, sang with crimson. Are How- you covered in crimson? <laughs> <laughs> with that, we say goodbye. Bye. Don't be a shit pile. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.